Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Harry Pell, and today we are studying Masechet Shabbat Daf Pei Dalid, that's Tractate Shabbat Daf 84. The Daf overall continues a discussion from yesterday of issues relating to different types of Tumah, ritual impurity. The discussion addresses questions of what types of utensils and implements are susceptible to impurity, like whether clay cheres, earthenware vessels, are susceptible to impurity, and what about ocean-going vessels, as we discussed on yesterday's daf. The daf also addresses the circumstances under which these items can become impure. Does trampling an earthenware vessel expose it to potential ritual impurity? What about sitting on a couch? Does that transfer tuma? Ultimately, though, it's on Amud Bet, the second side of the page, that the daf gets more interesting as we reach a new Mishnah and through it a new topic. As a bit of background, each of the Mishnayot in this opening series of Mishnayot at the beginning of chapter 9 of Masechet Shabbat begins with the question word Minayin, from where? As in, we know that the following is true, but Minayin, from where do we know this? Also, while the Mishnah doesn't state it up front, the meta-topic in this Mishnah is the prohibition of Kilayin, the biblical prohibition against planting different types of seeds too close together, and in effect mixing or cross-breeding them. The Mishnah begins, Minayin la'aruga shehi shisha al shisha tfachin shezorin betocha chamisha zeronin. From where do we know that a small garden, one that measures six tfachim by six tfachim, can support the planting of five different types of seeds without violating the prohibition of kilayim? To understand this more fully, a tefach is a unit of measurement based on a handbreadth, and modern scholars feel that a tefach is anywhere from a little over three inches to a little over four inches. So six tefachim would be approximately two feet. What the Mishnah is asking then is, how do we know that a small garden measuring approximately two feet by two feet can support the planting of five different types of seeds without violating the prohibition of kilayim? The Mishnah further explains how this would work. Arba'a al-arba ruchot ha'aruga ve'achat be'emtza. Four types of seeds could be planted along the four edges of the garden, and one seed type could be planted in the very center. To visualize this, imagine a square, two feet on each side, with a bullseye marking the center of the square. With one species planted in the center of the bullseye, and four species planted one per side but not reaching all the way to the corners, each type of seed could be planted in the same garden without coming so close as to mix with the others, or even to draw sustenance from the same immediately surrounding soil as the other seed types. The Mishnah supports this with a proof text from the Tanakh. It's from Yeshayahu, Isaiah, chapter 6, verse 11. Kiva aretz totzitz micha, uchigana zeruweha tatzmiach. As the earth gives forth its plant, 
and like a garden causes its seeds to sprout. Zara lo ne'emar ela zerueha. The verse could have said its seed, singular, but it didn't. It said its seeds, plural. My mashma, the Gemara asks of the Mishnah, what are we to understand from this? Amar Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said by way of an answer, parsing the words in the Pasuk for meaning very carefully. Totsi gives forth, that's one seed type. Smicha, its plant, that's a second seed type. Zerueha, its seeds, plural, counts for two. So now we're up to four. And tatzmiach, sprout, hachamisha, that's five. Five words, five seed types. Or more exactly, four words, one of which is a plural, five seed types. Let alone the fact that the rabbis had already figured out how to successfully plant five different species in one small garden, with the parsing of this pasuk from Isaiah, they now have biblical proof that their planting scheme is kosher. The question to ask about midrashic explanations like this, though, is which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which is to say, there are two types of midrash. Midrash Yotzer, creative midrash that gives rise to new answers to open questions, and Midrash Mekayim, supporting midrash, which interprets verses in order to help them support ongoing practice. Which is this? This certainly seems like Midrash Mekayim, supporting midrash, to me. But more importantly, to gain a more complete appreciation for any text that we study that contains midrashic explanations such as these, this question of which type of midrash we are dealing with, creative or supportive, yotzer or mekayem, is always an essential question to ask. I hope you enjoyed today's daily daf differently, and I look forward to sharing more Talmud insights in the future. Todah and Yishar Koach. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.